with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Halloween's less than a week away, as we've talked about. So, what you rather this morning is? Would you rather have every day for the rest of your life be Halloween, with everything that goes along with it, getting all dressed up and? You know, whatever you're dealing with at that point in your life with your kids and your family. And Halloween parties, work, chocolate. All that stuff, yeah. Or would you rather have every day be Christmas Day with all of that, all of that involved? All right. Think about it. It's interesting. I love them both. I mean, who doesn't, right? They're both great. But I think every day being Christmas Day would be a lot. Yeah, it's intense. I mean, a lot be, of stomach aches from don't, food. Don't worry about the expense of it. Like, right, obviously, okay. that would be one that... Let's just take that out of the... Okay. It's almost Groundhog Day-esque. You right. know, you're, everybody's got gifts. You've got gifts. I'm like, oh, look, gifts. Yeah, it's not like you have to buy gifts every day yeah, for the rest yeah. of your life. That's it's not It's just kind of the day. Right. Oh, you know what? I was going to say Christmas, but when I think about it, it is intense that day. Yeah. Halloween, I feel like it's exciting, but a little more relaxed. Yeah. So I'm going Halloween. Yeah. Okay. There's Jack taking the easy route again. Yeah. <laughs> I This is tough. I got to go Halloween, though. Yeah. It's a fun holiday. And it's not, like the commitment to Halloween is as much as you want to make it. Right. Yeah. You got to be full on Christmas. There's Christmas a lot of pressure. So happy. happy. It is happy. Oh, it's so hard to choose. <laughs> Until, <laughs> Until uncle, it's not. Uncle, <laughs> uncle gets in the sacrament. Next thing you know. I. You know what? Yeah. Do I have to pick Christmas just to be different? No, no, I don't have to. You know what? I'll pick Christmas. I kind of like, I love a Christmas day. Yeah. So does everybody. Who are we kidding? Especially with your kids when they're young. (laughs) Yeah, kids are great. And like everybody's in a great mood. Like you're all together in the morning. Yeah. You have mimosas. You got the turkey in the oven. All right. I think you're convincing us all all now for (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) The food is definitely better, right? I mean, but again. Yes. But eating that food every day for the rest of your life. Weird take. I love washing dishes on Christmas. Yeah. Because by then, I got a serious buzz going. I'm full. Yeah, you never mind doing dishes on Christmas. That's no, true. It's just oh. kind of like part of the thing. Maria says Christmas is too much work. Okay. Or what if you didn't... What if you could... It just gets done for you. Okay. Another texter says Christmas, not for the gifts, but for the family time. That is true, right? It is nice. Yeah. But, I mean, that family time every day for the rest of your life could get a little... <laughs> Intense. <laughs> 780-421-1039. Would you rather Christmas or Halloween? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Would you rather have every day for the rest of your life be Halloween or every day for the rest of your life be Christmas and everything that goes along with both of those holidays? Yes. This text says, hands down Christmas. I hate Halloween. Okay. Oh, man. But Why? A Christmas for sure. You get it off work, so you never have to work again, and you don't get Halloween off. That's a good point. A very good point. Yeah. That's one notch for Christmas. Uh, yeah, a big one for sure. All I right. like this one. Obviously, none of you do the cooking at Christmas. I could not do that every day. Don't get me started on the cooking at Christmas time. What, you got a problem with it? I just think it's ex- excessive. I, I, I watch my wife's Ukrainian family planned this thing for like six months and they just go crazy uh, planning it and working so hard to do it all and then this giant meal comes and there's like 50 different things to choose from and half of them don't get eaten and I don't know I just 
It is kind of sad when it's all over, right? Because you've spent, for sure, all day cooking, if not the day before, and then, without a doubt, those months planning. I'm and like, it's done in 15 minutes. The Christmas Chinese meal is the, is the fastest meal. Yeah. Right? Like, you feel like, I want to sit at this table and eat for an hour, but you're done in 10 minutes. You're like, oh, boy. That was a lot of effort. <laughs> all right. Uh, this text says, not Halloween. Kids coming to the door, ringing the doorbell, and the dog starts barking all the up and down, answering the door every day. No, thank you. That comes from Darlene. You got a dog like I got a dog. Yeah. Barking at the door. Doorbell's coming up a lot. But Christmas <laughs> has its own problems with your dog, Chris. Yeah, that's the true. food. <laughs> that's true. She'll have been known to take down a casserole of cabbage rolls. So, yeah, that's been known to happen. All right. These are good ones, though. Uh, and again, we didn't think about that not having to work on Christmas. 780-421-1039. If you want to add to the conversation, we'd love to hear from you this morning. Christmas or Halloween, what is that day you choose? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's just driving down the road, minding your own business on a Wednesday morning, and you lose a wheel. That is, just, that is just so weird why wheels fall off vehicles. Get yourself a torque wrench. You got it. Okay. It's, it's winter. That's it. Doesn't make that makes perfect sense. It's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you winter put, tire time. Yeah, exactly. Somebody didn't go in fifty kilometers. And somebody didn't torque torque that torque that sucker. Okay. Would you rather Halloween or Christmas every day for the rest of your life? Oh, lots of texts coming in. This one from Cody. I'm sold on not having to work on Christmas now. And not only do you not have to work, it's a stat holiday, which means you get paid not to work. It's even better. Okay. Cat says you'll find me in Costco Halloween night. Best day of the year, no crowds. Christmas all day long. Okay. That's a good call. You can get your hot dog for buck fifty and fill up that cart. Imagine you want to Costco and it's dead. Hmm. Oh, what a dream. All right. Christmas, 100%. My tree has been up since the 9th. It's not for gifts. It's for the Christmas feeling. The movies and the music, it just brings joy. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming around to the old Christmas thing for sure. But, you know, again, too much of a good thing would be too much, probably. But, you know what? deal with it for a Imagine little while. Imagine being 20 again and having an adult Halloween every night. Oh, yeah, that sure was fun. My lips would get sore from all the makeouts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Halloween less than a week away. And uh, this story has caught some traction in the world. What's going on, Jack? There is a girl in the States that is sleeping in a coffin. Hmm. And she says it's super comfy. She calls herself a vampire influencer. And she's wanted a coffin bed <laughs> forever. And she finally got it. She said it's a legit coffin. It's six foot eight. And she sleeps in it. She's got memory foam in it. And uh, lots of people are asking, oh, do you sleep with like the lid closed? She right. said, no, no, it's not airtight. So if she decided to, it'd be safe. But she decides, no, no, I'm going to keep it open. Right. But yeah, she says that's the best way to fall asleep. She feels safe, secure, and comfy in a coffin. <laughs> I also think this is a bit. Yeah. Like she's doing this for the clout. Well, well, for sure. Like the radio station in Edmonton's not talking Fair. about her sleeping on her beauty rest mattress. Right? <laughs> bed goes up, bed goes down. <laughs> the comments are funny. Some people are like, "This is not normal. You've got trauma." I was born in Transylvania, and I think you're weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign to run away instead of walk away. <laughs> okay. How could you have somebody over? You know, like, what if the vampire influencer found some oh, love? One wide, two deep. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if they were willing to accept that, then she would know they were the one. Okay. I guess they just have to roll it sideways and they both tumble out. And <laughs> it, it, I don't think I would go this far, but it does look comfy. Yeah. It doesn't look... Like, sometimes you've been to a funeral and you see <laughs> the poor person in the coffin. Right. You're like, boy, they do... Make sure that that corpse is surrounded by a lot of pillows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah. It's eternity, right? It makes sense. <laughs> you bring up a good point. <laughs> it makes sense. So our question this morning is, there's nobody listening that sleeps in a coffin, but what is that strange and unusual sleeping habit you or somebody around you has? Uh, Jack, uh, I've, you know, we have slept with you, so to speak, like on the field. And, yes. And uh, there's been a couple of other, uh, not opportunities is the wrong word, but <laughs> I know some people had an opportunity to sleep with Jack. Right. Okay. Let's move on. No, not that. <laughs> okay. Not that. But I'm just saying you just like you just absolutely power down and you don't move a muscle, right? Yes, I power down, but to get to sleep there is something that I do that is strange that I found out is actually a family trait from my aunt. Uh-huh. I will rub my feet like a little crooked. Right. <laughs> And it's only for like the two seconds it takes me to fall asleep. You're trying to start a fire, kind of? Yes. And I didn't realize I did it until a couple of years ago when my husband Bobby was like, what is that sound? I'm like, oh, that's my feet. Cheep, 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 yeah. cheep. Talk to my aunt about it. She has the same thing. Really? Yeah. We rub our feet until we fall asleep. Jack's extremely vulnerable when she sleeps because she literally takes out her batteries. Yeah. I've seen her sleep on a plane. It's like, night, night, everybody. And then she just closes her eyes and she has this little smirk on her face when she sleeps too. I'm a happy sleeper. All right. I uh, I don't know anything crazy. Yeah. I slept on a fruit snack a couple nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife had to peel it off my back. Gross. <laughs> well, I, fruit I have, by the foot. I have these weird like sensory things. I love running the end corner of a bed like that, like the hard or comforter, like the hard corner bit. Right. Yeah. Like where the seams meet. Yeah. I put that between my toes. Okay. I like. Oh, move it around between my toes. Like, I like the feeling before sleep sometimes. Well, I used to do the rotisserie. You guys remember that, oh, where I just yes. turn and turn and turn and turn, never finding any comfort. But the weighted blanket changed my world. Do you still sure. rock the weighted blanket? Yeah, I still do, yeah. Oh. I still do. I, do just, I love it. My favorite uh, Chris era was his sleeping with his wrist guards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> that. Oh, I've given up. That. I got no circulation in my hands all, all night. I don't know what that means. But At one point, he's like, well, I'll wear these rollerblading wrist guards. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a mouth guard and wrist. Are you going to do some sick moves in your sleep? And did I sprain my wrist while sleeping? No. No. <laughs> he did it before the sleep. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We are talking about uh, the uh, influencer the what kind a of vampire inf- vampire influencer who sleeps in a coffin and we're talking about your strange and unusual sleeping habits Apollo says I would fall asleep when we were driving our kids would creep up from the back seat and put my hair in my nose or my mouth or my ears thinking it was absolutely hilarious sleeping on the couch recently my husband found the perfect opportunity to teach it to our eldest grandson the little four-year-old probably finds it funnier than my kids did of course my husband took the liberty to post it all on Facebook of course he did oh. yeah I put a quick pin in that one Paula. Uh-huh. Hey, don't fall asleep at the wheel. No, I, she's I'm not. I'm sure she was a passenger. <laughs> okay, fair. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids, keep waking mom up. Do you remember that? There's that old joke. You know that joke. <laughs> no, I probably do, but I want you to tell it anyway. You want to die peacefully like Grandpa did in his sleep, <laughs> not like the other four <laughs> people in the vehicle screaming and yelling. <laughs> No, it's so funny and so awful. It is so awful, yes. <laughs> Danny says, my husband rubs his feet too. I never turn my pillow. It must always stay in the exact same place. No flipping, no nothing. Okay. You, the head groove you must have. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> the head groove. And uh-huh. Evan says, I fall asleep with the sheets tucked under the back of my head. My wife hates it, thinks I'm going to suffocate, but I've been doing it since I was a kid. I also cannot sleep without a fan blowing directly on my face, but I don't like the air blowing over my ear, hence the sheet. <laughs> you, you sleep like you're saran wrapped? Like, <laughs> you know how like, you, like as a kid you'd go in between like mom's dad's sheets and it was so hot in there, right? So like, hot. You're, like, uh, you're panting. You sleep like that, you monster? <laughs> All right. Yes, Trevor. So a few years ago, about five years ago, my grandfather passed away. So we were down in Ontario for the funeral. And we did the prayers and whatever. And I was wandering around. And <clears throat> there was a room with, you know, coffins and yeah. urns and all this stuff. So I decided I was walking and there stairs got to this coffin. And I've always wanted to know. So I crawled inside <laughs> and I closed the lid. and I laid there pretty comfy. And the funeral director walked in there, and and I opened the lid, and I says, how are you doing? And I I think he actually went to the bathroom in his shorts, but they are comfy here. The casket is definitely comfy. That is so great. When it was all said and done, he looked at me, and he says, you know what? Your grandfather would be proud. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Wow, yeah, that, yeah. No, I got no interest in test driving one. I don't. No, no. <laughs> you test drive a car. You're always yeah. over at the Dodge dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes right. That's you, right. You you search through your your homes to make sure that that's the right home before you buy it. Yeah. Why not test drive the car? I don't know. Right? This doesn't need cruise control or air conditioning. <laughs> Just put me in it. <laughs> you may regret that. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, we got Kayla and Aaron playing the game today. How are you guys doing? Very good. All right, awesome. So we are going to uh, give you up to five questions. Again, it's a best of five. First one to three is going to win tickets to Mackenzie Porter on November 9th at Cook County Saloon. All right, she's fantastic. Like, honestly, she's doing things so good. in Canada, the United States, on uh, um, Cuba, I'm assuming. I'm just throwing that out, but, you know. <laughs> she's worldwide. She's a big deal. All right, here we go. An app on your phone that starts with the letter R. Rover. All right, Kayla, you got the point. Correct. All right, Rover, Rover. Okay, here we go. Somewhere in Europe that starts with a letter V. Venice. 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 That was Kayla? Yeah. All right, Aaron. You ready to block her? Yeah. A means of transportation that starts with a letter G. Go-kart. Yeah. Aaron, you're in. Yes. <laughs> give, give me that go-kart. All right, here we go. A dessert that starts with a letter I. Ice cream. Okay, was I think it was Kayla. Or... Yay. Yeah, it was definitely Kayla. It sounded from more far away. Okay. Darn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> That's okay. Congratulations. All right, Thank Aaron. Thank you. Play next. Uh, play, play tomorrow, okay? You're fun. And, and uh, congratulations, Kayla. You're going to Mackenzie Porter, Cook County. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, Wednesday, which means. Mm-hmm. Yeah! That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Oh, our hockey team, the Edmonton Oilers. Um, <laughs> they played well for moments of the game last night, but uh, in the third period, they gave up five goals. Jeez. Five goals. It was just, oh. it was painful. It was. It yeah, was, I bet. It was quite painful. Um, I've never been so, I, that's, I go to bed angry. I feel yeah. bad for my family. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> my son and I watched the game together and then our, our ladies were just like 
they wanted to, they just went upstairs instantly as soon as the Smart. girls started going in. They're just like, we don't want to be a part of this pity party <laughs> that we were having. But here's the thing. Is it weird or what to actually be somebody that gets off, so to speak, on your team not doing well? Because there is a group. How does that work? There's what a group of people. Well, Okay. They say that uh, you, you ask our friends on our sister station, 630 Chad, the voice mm-hmm. of the Edmonton Oilers. They'll have a post-game show, and the Oilers will have kicked somebody's butt. And, uh, yeah, there's a few phone calls and a few text messages. Oilers lose, and their phones are humming. Like, humming, humming, humming. Like, it's actually better for the broadcasters for them to lose because, you know, the job takes care of itself because people are so angry. Okay. And they vent so much. And uh, But there is a portion of people. I honestly believe that actually enjoy when their team loses. It's like a kind of a sick, sadistic thing. I don't know. They like the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> like when things are going great. Yeah. They always have been good the past couple of years. They have. They one around in the playoffs. Yeah, one couple and, and of they, And there's like, there's not a lot to complain about. Yeah. You got the best player in the world and probably the second best player in the world in your team. Yeah. It's like, yeah, things are great. This is awesome. Handshakes. And then you just kind of sit there. Yeah. When things are bad. The community lights up, yeah, and it's fun because you just piggyback, and they say hilarious things, and it's like it's like making fun of yourself so much for liking a team that's not very good. There's moments of the decade of darkness yeah. that Twitter was awesome, yeah, during Oilers games, yeah, when the Oilers are getting crushed. The burns and the memes are funny. Oh yeah, it's yeah. just like they're pretty good. Like the hashtag "Here comes the Oilers" with the literal dumpster on fire going down a river. It's like, that's hilarious. That was just this morning. <laughs> it's it's awesome when they're losing the community like this because people still love them. Yeah. But they all but they're all fired up. Yeah. Oh, I love to hate you, them too. Right, right. I don't think it's not weird. It's, it's part of being a fan. You think so? For sure. Like I'm stuck with this team. I don't know. I I think it's weird to just like I think there's people that hope that they don't do well because it's more fun for them to have their home team not do well. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I, I think it's, you know, it's it's not weird if y'all gang up on your team and kick them when they're down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> Which is kind of what's happening. Right exactly. Now. All right. 780-421-1039. You got a thought on this? Do you have somebody in your life that drives you crazy because they're like, ah, you know. They're like, haha, I told you. I told you they weren't very Twitter's good. better when the others are losing. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. We'd love to hear from you this morning. It's Weirder What Wednesday. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What? That boy ain't right. Another tough loss for the Oilers last night in Minnesota. Connor McDavid's not playing. And uh, there are people that call themselves Oilers fans that, uh, I swear, actually enjoy these dark times. So is it weird or what to do that? And the texts are coming in at 780-421-1039. Yeah, it's kind of like therapy this morning. Shane says, I call it the positive and negative. There are people in this world feel better riding the negative. Mostly it's what they know growing up. If they're a glass half empty scenario, then they are the extreme ones that take it to the next level, calling and yelling. I have an employee like this that's glass half full all the time. Not at the extreme level, but definitely noticeable. Okay. Misery loves company. Yeah. This text says, the big issue here is that I believe year nine of Connor McDavid and not close to a cup. Sure, we've won a couple of playoff series with the two best players in the world. Both McDavid and Dreisaitl contracts are going to be up in the next couple of years. If things don't change quick, it will be a messy divorce as they venture off to other teams. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at that because it's, but Matt's face is like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Christy texted. That's my nightmare. I literally like think about not this off season, not the next off, uh, but the next off season. It's gonna be fine. It's all coming around. It's still early. When dry hurdle. Like if he leaves, then and then we have one more farewell season of Connor McDavid, (laughs) and then. How dark. I don't know if I'd be a fan of the team. And you know who I'd hate the most? Yourself. Leon and Connor. <laughs> oh, I would hate them if They're they were. They're not left going us. anywhere. Okay. Slow your roll. See? Chris doesn't even want to mention it. Look at him. <laughs> well, it's they're still on the team. It's exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be fine. It's all gonna come around. It's you know, it's the dark days of October, right? Oh. It'll be fine. We'll get to Christy's text next. Yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Of course, Halloween is around the corner. We're getting really pumped for that. And uh, also pumped that it's going to be like seven degrees, according to the nice. forecast. So that's good. So uh, that'll be great for all the little ghouls and goblins. And uh, of course, when they get in the vehicle after uh, they trick or treat, I mean, it all depends. Your kids aren't doing vehicle trick or treating, but some, Not yet. some do vehicle trick or treating. And when they do, as soon as they get back into the vehicle, they want to go into their bag and eat. Oh, for sure. Now, the question is. Are you a parent that allows your kids to eat in the vehicle? Are you a eat in the vehicle family? Are you not an eat in the vehicle family? You guys brought this up yesterday and I'm like, wow, I never even thought about it. And there's no in between. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember growing up really. I, I, you guys laughed at me because I said, I don't know if there was drive throughs <laughs> The only drive through there was when I was a kid was the A&W classic, like the one they pulled up and they put your tray on your window, right? Kind of a thing. It was an outing, less a fast food joint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it wasn't. But... It, you mean your, your parents kids. didn't stop at the gas station after filling up and grab a bag of chips and yeah, a pop? I'm sure they did. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I'm, my kids, for sure, it was a free for all in the vehicle, for sure. And then, then you know, then you live to regret that because you got the fries and everything else under the oh seat. Oh my gosh, everything, everywhere, everything, goldfish, fries, yeah. chips. But when you were growing up, when I was growing up, absolutely not. My dad's van was pristine. Yeah, it was like we don't even think about drinking water. Right. Like, Take your shoes not. off before yeah. you get in the vehicle. We were a no-eat-in-the-car family. Right. So hoity-toity. Yeah. <laughs> like, just let people like things. I always judge not-eat-in-the-car families. Yeah. Because like, I would stop. Say you're with a friend and you stop for food. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I want to have a couple of fries. But then you take the fries out of the bag and then the dad screams at you, don't eat in the car. <laughs> your fingers are greasy. Yeah, like, it's the best eating in the car. The way you're distracted and you're steering with your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Those families are judging you too, don't I'm, they? <laughs> in fact, I'm going to eat in the car today. Yeah. Just I've decided. Right. Yeah. Just because. You're going to get wings on the way home, aren't you? No, I'll get a couple of sausage and eggers. Okay. I think. Hot right. ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best eating in the car. And I never understood it. Like you have children. Let them eat in the car. Yeah. It's just a car. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't mean anything, right? Oh, we do let our kids eat in the car, and it it brings me anxiety. Yeah, it does. If I had my choice, it would be a no. Kids are the are nightmare under five <laughs> eating in the car. There's they, they're not clean. No. Have you ever taken your car seat out and shook it? Uh, I've seen my husband eat. That's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> if if my wife was on the phone with us right now, she, oh, the subway steering wheel. She'd say the sticky steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris is no stranger to the. the Worst fast <laughs> He had Subway. Could you imagine stopping for Subway With eating that in the car? All the veggies and three sauces. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get extra sauce? What could possibly in go a, wrong? In a suit on the way to a wedding. <laughs> uh, don't eat a bomb. 
Okay. What about you? Uh, we're an eat in the car family. I have one kid in hockey, one in competitive dance. She dances eight and a half hours a week. Oh, wow. We absolutely have no time in the day to not eat in the car some nights. That's very good point. I understand right? that. Yeah. <laughs> when when the car, the, the, the backseat of the car becomes like the dinner table because it has to. What about you? Eat in the car family or not? 7804. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about eating in the car or eating the vehicle. Are you one of those families? D texted in and says, absolutely, eat in the vehicle. But the rule was that the vehicle was cleaned of food debris after every trip or at least every week, including winter. We lived in the country and had a very busy daughter with sports and riding lessons in town. Only way both parents could attend most of her events. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But cleaning it every week, I'd start with that, that with good intentions. And yeah. The weeks would go on by, for sure. Paula texted in and says, definitely not. No eating in the car. It's not because kids are messy for me. It's more the fact that if they choke while I'm driving, I can't help them. So we just don't eat in the car. Okay. Okay, uh, I guess that makes sense. I don't feed them baby carrots and hot dogs. No. But n- nothing that's like a... St- I, throat I, shape. I have choked when I tried to get my Subway sub in me, but I g- gave myself the Heimlich with the steering wheel. It's fine. Oh, oh, on your oh. shifter. <laughs> oh, this cold got stuck here. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I don't know how I got on the subject of this, but I was talking about the fact that there was a time years ago when they didn't have chartered airplanes mm-hmm. and these, these hockey teams and all these sports teams would fly commercial. Can you imagine if they flew commercial now? A, it would be, you know, can you imagine if you were on an airplane with Connor McDavid? I mean, it's not really realistic, but like Wayne Gretzky, all those guys used to fly on commercial airplanes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they did. And, but I mean, how many games would have to be canceled and postponed because flights didn't get to where they need to get to? You know what I'm saying? Did that ever happen back in the day? I don't remember it ever happening. I think airplanes used to, if they said they were leaving at this time and they were going somewhere, they were getting to that place, right? But think about that. Like, that was the time, right? And, and like, you didn't have social media. You saw the box score. Maybe you didn't see every game. You're like, yeah. they, they were so far separated from your life. Yeah. But nowadays with social media and everything else. Right. They wouldn't be trapped. You would. No. They'd be trapped with you. Yeah. And not the other way around. Right. Some belligerent guy with beers like. Oh, yeah. Just oh, giving them get, advice. Oh, after the game last night, oh, the last yeah. thing that you, they'd want to do is get on an airplane with a bunch of Oilers Oiler fans. fans. Like, who just like watched the game? Yeah. Oh, and another thing. <laughs> you get way too much playing time. I don't know why you're on the team. What are you looking at? And they would be with the coach would be there, right? So they could sit down right beside the coach <laughs> and give him some advice. Just think about that. Like, When how, did they start getting their own. Whites. You know what? 2000s. I, probably 2000s, I think. Wow. Yeah. And it's for the best. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, I think so. <laughs> but there's just so many different things to think about, like when it comes to that, right? Yeah, those guys used to fly on commercials. They well, just... everybody had a story of like, oh, their dad or somebody they knew yeah. flew with a sports team, right? Right. It, it happened all the time. That's, That's how cool. Wade Boggs, yeah. who was a very famous baseball player, he's in the Hall of Fame, the legendary trip from L.A. to New York, he drank 50 beers on it. Right. Is that, that for real? <laughs> that, rumor has it. <laughs> and like that, that would be just a rumor if other people didn't see it. Wasn't that Andre the Giant that did the same thing? Remember when he got on a plane once? Didn't I Oh, yeah, he loved heat. Yeah. Legendary drunk, too. Like eight feet tall or whatever, and then... He had to, he had to get all the seats when Andre flew. Right, right. And... and 
Anyway. I'm still like 50 beers in four hours. <laughs> Google it. Wade Boggs, the legend. I think I will. You would not. Speaking of getting drunk on a plane, want to be on that plane. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Brooks and Dunn. It's the Boots, Scootin' Boogie. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 931. We're talking about uh, Oilers again. Tough loss last night. And uh, fortunately, they get to fly a charter airplane now. They get their own airplane and they uh, fly and, and do that kind of stuff. But there was a time uh, that uh, that wasn't the case. They used to fly in commercial, just like everybody else. And a uh, friend of the show, Jason Chimera, he played over 1,000. In fact, he played 1,107 games in the NHL. Jeez. Playing for the Oilers and uh, a, a few other teams along the way. But early on in your career, you heard us talking about this, so he reached out. Now, early on in your career, you actually flew commercial. Well, for the first, like, when I got called up there, there were, <laughs> we had good commercial now because we stay over everywhere because then, um, because I remember we used to have uh, used to get a big win and used to uh, get to stay over because you wouldn't fly home right away. Oh, that must have been fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and did you make the flight the next day? Yeah, exactly. It was it was a, it was, a, it was a trouble to get up and make the flight. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't do that anymore. All right. But yeah. then, yeah, yeah. But did you have any interesting flying stories, like you know, with with fans or anything like that? Uh, nothing like they kind of it was kind of you kind of onto your own. I think the yeah. towards then I think the first year when I first played they they got back into private. But when I started off, they yeah. called up there. I used to fly uh, yeah. commercials, so it was it was interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it's cra- it's crazy just to think about that time, right? You know, like yeah, people used to get on airplanes with Wayne Gretzky, right? You're eating the same oh, I know. fish out the well, back we- with all the rest of the schlubs. <laughs> and did they kill time at Chili's? <laughs> people didn't know who the hell I was, so it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. So. <laughs> Yeah, you went around telling him who you were. Yeah, exactly. Like, who? Jason, you're getting on the plane. You don't need to wear your jersey. <laughs> they, thought was, they thought it was one of the schleps. Yeah. In the morning with Chris. Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country. 103.9.